Well, hey, what's up? And welcome to the Move Church Forward podcast with Nick Newman. I am your host, Nick Newman, and we are so excited to have you tuning in today. Today, we are going to be discussing the church online platform. We're going to talk about how we made the decision to move to the church online platform, what it looks like for us to reach people through church online, and uh, super excited about the conversation today because we are joined by uh, Matt Chirac, who used to serve as our online campus pastor, now serves as a location pastor for us. But Matt, we're super excited to have you today. Yeah, man, I'm pumped to be here. Um, it's really exciting. I love what we get to do with this Move Church Forward podcast, right? Come it's on. Exciting. Come on. So the first thing we're going to talk about is what is the church online platform? Yeah. So um, before we before we jump into that, I would love to just talk about how, for us, something that we really discovered early on into the COVID thing and, and post-COVID, if you will. I mean, I know we're still experiencing some of that, is that um, church online is something that's going to be here to stay. Right. And so for us, it's not really a it's not an either-or thing, it's a both-and. Yeah. And so with Church Online, we really wanted to discover our identity in that and, and what it was going to be for us and what our goals were going to be with it. And so uh, we found this incredible platform called Church, uh, Church Online Platform that was going to help us really leverage an online presence. And through that, we've been able to see, um, man, we got into like some retirement homes and assistant living communities that yeah. are now able to be a part of our Propel Church family, right? Um, and it's been incredible, man. And the way we described it was that we are one house with many rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some houses that have larger rooms than others, and you know, some of those rooms for us look like uh, 500c auditoriums, and some of those rooms look like assisted living facilities with um, you know 10 people. Who are sitting there, and we've had the opportunity to go and now do some in-person stuff with those assisted living facilities. But right. what a cool opportunity to take the gospel into places where, uh, I mean, sometimes you know our retired communities, those who are uh, getting up there in age, they're overlooked, and you know that's exactly who Jesus calls us to reach. And so we've seen cool benefits in the assisted living yeah. side of it, of people whose parents are in those assisted living facilities. Now they're watching us on with church online and they're able to have conversations with their parents on, you know, what they learned that day. So cool opportunities there. And with the church online platform, you know, we found that uh, if you're not familiar with it, the church online platform was designed uh, by life.church. Mm-hmm. Uh, pastor Craig Rochelle is their pastor. Now, if you're not familiar, the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast is incredible. Open.church is a resource site that they have, which is amazing. Yeah. And we're so grateful for their generosity. Uh, I mean, they've even invented the Bible app, version, And right. so all of these resources to help church uh, be better and what... You know, Matt, what are some of those things that we love? Like, what is the church online platform? Yeah, so, um, and you hit on a couple of those things. An amazing thing about it, it's it's free now, it's free always, and it's a two-centered um, or a two-way Christ-centered community. People can attend church, connect with others, and take next steps all digitally. So it, it allows us to be that one church in many rooms. Yeah. It's an incredibly clean, uh, user-friendly interface 
uh, anybody can use it. You know, we talked about assisted living and um, elderly people that sometimes don't have the the technological right. uh, advances and things like that. Man, we you can use it uh, on your iPhone. You can use it on a computer. You can use it on Amazon Fire Stick. We uh, we've watched it from our living room TV in my house, yeah. which is incredible, right? When you were on quarantine, that's right. right. Yeah, and so that's that's the world we live in now. I mean, none of us really love to talk about it, but the reality is. Even our staff at any point could be in quarantine. And what I love about the Church Online platform and what it is, is it really does give us the ability to create what feels like a, uh exact experience mm-hmm. in person to online. In the earlier days, you know, when we ran into COVID, we were creating something that was entirely separate. Right. And what you don't want in your church or your ministry long term is two competing entities where, well, we do this for our church online family right. and we do this for those who are in person. Right. Because then you're really running two separate ministries. If we have the ability to do the same thing but shift uh, the expression of it, but it mm-hmm. still feels the same way, where, you know, when we're praying, in person, we're also doing chats online right. for prayer. Like those things, when we when we say, hey, if you want to take a next step today, here's how you do that, those are happening online as well. It's consistent, it's mm-hmm. streamlined, and it makes to where your staff aren't doing four times the work to produce two different products. It's it's the same thing, just fleshed out a little bit differently. Yeah, and that, that connectedness and those easy next steps has allowed us to make our online family feel just as important and just as much as a part of what we do here at Propel Church yeah. uh, in person as well as online. So it's it's been incredible, man, yeah. what we've seen through um, just how easy they make these next steps in connecting and the vision of the church and all of the different unique features that they have on, on Church Online. I think we're going to get into that yeah. at some point, right? So Yeah, and, you know, even, I mean, making it, them feel welcomed if they are online. Uh, I don't, would I love for everybody to come back to church in person? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm not a big fan of digital high fives, right? Like I love me a in person, Mm -hmm. you know, full force high five, fist bump. I'm that kind of guy. Um, but in the event that somebody is not going to come back through our doors, well, I can either be mad at them for that or remember that, like, we're called to go and meet people where they're at. That's right. Yeah. I can be frustrated by that all day. But if they're not coming, I either have to go, well, the gospel says for me to wait for them, or it says go to them. And, it, I mean, we we can biblically easily see that it says go to them. And some of the making them feel welcome is just as simple as having your worship leader welcome the church online family. Right. And having your church celebrate, it's as easy as, you know, me as the pastor when I get up to teach, just saying, hey, if you're with us online this morning, we want to say welcome. We're excited that you're here. And then having your, you know, in-person chat host kind of follow up with that to say, we're super excited as well, yeah. you know, and and it yeah. just creates this uh, anticipation, this expectation, and this community yep. with the people who are there watching your live worship experience. Yeah, and you just you just brought up something really awesome about um, our church online experiences is that 
this platform gives us the ability to have chat hosts in what we call our digital front row. Right. And so we actually have a dream team that serves online just like we do in person. Yep. And uh, earlier in the game, Pastor Nick came up with this incredible idea to have like this online headquarters. So even when our church online family, if they transition back into person, they still have the ability to serve online right here in the facility right. from our church online headquarters. And uh, they they love it, love it when our lead pastor gives shout-outs to uh, yeah. the online family or even to our, our online dream team. And they feel um, encouraged and inspired, and we celebrate wins, salvations, and things like that and with the analytics that we get from the platform. Yeah. So, Well, and that that's a perfect transition um, into kind of what our next topic is, which is, you know, what are the advantages of the church online platform? What what are the differences and, and kind of how did we make the decision to transition? Because before we were utilizing the church online platform, uh, we were primarily live streaming to Facebook and YouTube. Right. And and I say primarily, I mean, that, that was it. That there was, was there it, wasn't. Yeah. Right. There wasn't actually a, a third thing out there. Um, if there was, we'd have probably tried it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Facebook is probably the number one platform that churches are live streaming to, as well as YouTube being second. The reason why we moved to the church online platform, uh, for me, one of the most important ones was um, I think business-minded a lot. Right. And when they are on Facebook and YouTube, uh, they're not our customer. Now we know as as people in the church that when when I use the term customer, uh, we're talking about a person who has a soul, and our goal is to get them to meet Jesus. Right. But Facebook doesn't see that person as a soul needing to meet Jesus. They see them as a a customer, and they're Facebook's customer, which is why Facebook can change their analytics, which dilutes the number of people who see yeah. your church's online platform. Facebook does not share their information with you. All of the analytics that Facebook gives you gives you insight into their customer, whereas the church online platform gives us the customer, puts it into our hands, makes them, they're coming to our platform to watch our thing. And it really takes all of this pressure off of this looming darkness that I think everyone's looking at right now, just kind of wondering when it's going to happen. When is Facebook going to drop the hammer? When is YouTube going to drop the hammer and no longer allow churches to stream from their platform? We're not having to worry about that anymore Mm -hmm. because they're our customer on the church online platform that we're using. And we use another service called Resi. They used to be known as uh, Church... What what was it? I actually don't remember. uh, Something for one. So, yeah, uh, yeah, living is one. That's what it was. Yeah. There we go. And uh, so they used to be that. Now they're called Resi. We use them to stream directly to the church online yeah. platform. But then we archive everything to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So we do upload those videos to YouTube as an archive um, right. where we, you know, drop those video links into our website or emails, you know, as we distribute them out. For me, that's the biggest one of the biggest advantages yeah that i'm not sitting here worried about facebook analytics of 
oh my gosh, is Facebook going to right. just shut us down right. with no notice? I'm not concerned about that anymore. Right. Or are they going to crash, right? Because we saw that happen <laughs> when on. everybody went online a couple yeah. of times. Like I was pulling hair out. And y'all, I don't have very much hair anyways, but That's right. it was like, hey, what? Or the live stream crashed. Yeah. What can we do about it? And there the answer was, was nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think all of us have less hair coming out of COVID. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Matt, for you, what are some of those advantages? Yeah. I mean, there is a long list of advantages to this, but um, just speaking into analytics, like you're talking about, uh, our conversations, like, I, you know, me coming to my lead pastor, uh, he doesn't want what we call fluff numbers, right? Like you don't care about the fluff, the stuff that doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so with Church Online Platform, I have the ability through all their various analytics to come to you uh, and really give you that thing that you're looking for, and that's, hey, how is God moving in our online family right now? Yeah. Like, I want to see movement, right? Yeah. Um, one of the things about my lead pastor and I, I talk about you like you're not right here across the table right. from me. Uh, but one of the things about you and I is, like, we're both activators. Right. So we want, we want we get frustrated with inactivity. Yeah. So when we can see the activity of our online family, because I can come to you and I can say, hey, uh, like one of my favorite things is, this is our three-second viewership. This is our 30-second viewership. And, you know, I can give you a percentage and say we're keeping our viewers for 98% of the time, the yeah. jump from three seconds to 30 seconds. And then he looks at me and he says, I can work with that. Right. You know, and, and we know uh, how long people are actually staying. Whereas with Facebook, it really felt like, uh, and I don't mean to, to you know, slam Facebook or anything like that. Yeah. Um, with them, the numbers we were getting was basically views. Right. And views didn't tell us anything because I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, want to just see if somebody watched it for one second or loaded right. it for two seconds. Man, I want to see if somebody was engaged and experienced life yeah. change. Well, yeah. and you know, when it comes to those, even those views, right? Like we, we planted a church in a town of eighteen hundred people, mm-hmm. and Facebook is going six thousand people saw your. Like on the right. experience, it's like, did they though? Yeah. Like, uh, did they scroll past it? Is that what right. you're telling me counts as viewership? Because and there's no way for me to do anything with those numbers. And so, I mean, I remember like early on, what well, you know, what's hard about church online numbers is that even when you have those people who are viewing uh, your like Sunday experience, you have some households that. It's a single viewer household. Right. But then you have others where the family of five is watching church online right. uh, together from one device. They count as one, but they're actually five. Right. Which for me just tells me I have no ability to trust right. metrics if I don't look at them very closely. Right. Um, and so that's what I found that the, you know, the metrics that we get from the church online platform uh, are a little easier to work with. They're easier for us to, you know, when we say, oh, we had, you know, uh, four, you know, we had 45 people at the 9 a.m. experience watching online. We may throw a 1.5 multiplier on that 
to accommodate. Yes. Yeah. And not a not a six point multiplier. No. Right. I know churches are like, oh yeah, we just do six times our, our viewers. No, that that's called lying. Yeah. Right. Like right. At, at right. some point we're just fooling ourselves. Well, that's that fluff. Right. Right. That's that fluff. And and some people love that. Like they want those big numbers. I'm not I'm not wired like that. Cause because yeah. I, I think it's just fooling yourself long term. Yeah, it is. And and I love as well. Um so another thing is like you, you can buy clicks, but you can't buy hearts. Right. So when we look at metrics and numbers, you can see maybe we had 6,000 views on a Facebook live stream. Um, but on church online platform, we're actually able to see who was engaged, how long they stayed. And, and those are the things that really matter, right? Not, not yeah. just that the analytics give you this thing called a unique attender. So you can actually see how many people actually pull up your site. Like yeah. I guess it does it by IP addresses or something. I don't I don't know, Pastor Nick, you might know better. No, I mean some there's some technology things I understand and then there's yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> right. But however they do it, they show you yeah. like how many people came to the page. But then there's another number that, that specifically tells you this is how many people stayed and watched right. and this is how long they were there. And uh I mean that's that stuff that kind of gets away from that fluff yeah. and I'll say just on a quick sidebar is that man, we don't we don't compare numbers to other churches, right? Because we may spend, and you know, this is just a random number, a thousand dollars on marketing, where another church might spend twenty thousand, right? So they might have more clicks than us, but that doesn't mean that you know they had the same goal as us, or they were meeting yeah. you know the same vision and mission that we had for yeah. our church online platform. So uh, that's a big thing, man. I just encourage those of you that are running online campuses right now. Don't fall into the trap of comparison, man, because right. it will break your heart. <laughs> and don't fall into this idea that uh, y- your church online experience has to be the same as, you know, Elevation, Transformation, right. any of these larger churches. Like, you run the unique identity of your church online platform yeah. with the people that God's called you to reach. And one of the things that, you know, I love too, Matt, like an advantage of the church online platform for me is that you've been able to send me location data. Yeah. You know, like right. this is, these are the locations around us that people are watching from. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So that's really important. I think for us as a church that seeks to multiply, multiply <laughs> and multiply. Uh, yeah. It's the new word right. that we're rolling with because instead of just multiplying, we are soaring on wings like eagles. Come on. Today, multiply. Yeah, we multiply. <laughs> um, so for us, like a church that seeks to do that, yeah. we can kind of see where our church is organically growing, which direction, because the the location map that they give you shows you where you're getting viewership from. Yeah. Um, and we see some we really don't have any kind of pattern yet with ours. We see it's kind of all over the place. And, you know, a lot of that is sometimes it's been the summer, right? So we've seen different families on vacation, and they're watching from different places. But but the thing is, you can see that people are actually watching when they go on vacation. Right, right. Because you see, for us, a popular vacation spot is like Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. And so when last weekend nobody was there, but we know, you know, it. I call them Thanos Sundays. It's like somebody snapped their finger and half your church went yeah. no, went missing. Um, when you have one of those weekends, but you see, hey, you've got 17 unique viewers all from the beach. It's like, cool. 
Yeah. So people are actually still making church a priority even when they're on vacation. even when they're on vacation. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, and it's that accountability, right? Because the then the pastor can be like, "Hey, you were on vacation this week, but I didn't see a pin drop where you That's were right. vacationing right. that." You know. Well, and <laughs> there was a weekend where I was on vacation. I was I was out, and you you could see like. Oh, that's pastor. You know, mm-hmm. pastor's tuning Well, I had in. an idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From, because uh, it was a specific location where I was at. Right. And it was it was out of our normal thing. But additionally, the location thing's important because, you know, there is a location that we desire to launch a, a campus in, and we're watching people tune in from that area. From that area. Right. And so it gives us some good metrics there. Yeah. Um, Matt, what are some of your favorite features with the Church Online platform? Yeah, so uh, there's a couple of them. I really, I really love first and foremost that your viewers. This is this is kind of a frustration and a good thing. So people who are kind of just putting their toes in the water with Jesus, you actually don't have to sign up when you log in or when you get on the Church Online platform. So whenever you visit uh, our, one of our worship experiences, you can actually watch our experience without signing up or creating a login. Um, if you engage in the chat, it, it actually gives you the ability to create a name without still creating a login. So that's that's been something I feel is kind of useful for people that, you know, are maybe unsure. Or they're just kind of checking right. out the waters, right? Um, but also it can be frustrating because then you're like, well, who was it? Where, yeah. you know, I want to know. But um, And so that's a cool feature for, for people like that that are kind of, again, just tiptoes in the water but another thing is this it's called moments and so what moments allows us to do um, is literally put whatever it is that we're saying from the platform and in person kind of in the viewer's face it's 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 really big it's in the chat Um, you can't miss it and so there's for us we have moments for prayer right so uh, when our prayer team is is up during the the worship experience yeah uh, we'll say, hey, there's a moment in the chat right now where you can hit a prayer button, and if you hit that prayer button, somebody from my team, one of our uh, digital front row or chat hosts, will be there to pray live with you. We have yeah. one for salvation moments, which has been incredible, man, to see people uh, make decisions for Jesus online, yeah. and it, all they have to do is click this button. But it also gives people the opportunity to do that without like standing up and saying, hey, my name is, and I'm making a decision for Jesus. And so for us in person, um, a lot of times we say, hey, with every head bowed and every eye closed, it gives people the ability to make a decision for Jesus without a bunch of people looking at them. Church Online Platform gives us that same thing with those moments because it's... Which goes back to what we talked about earlier, creating that identical in-person to online experience. So... Those moments are super powerful. I love the fact that we can roll into, you know, that uh, online chat where people can pray with one another. I mean, that's so powerful. For me, my favorite feature is the fact that you can tell me how many people indicated that they gave their life to Jesus through church online on a weekend. Like last weekend, I think we saw... Two people give yep. their life to Jesus Come on. through church online. They clicked that button during that salvation moment. They said, hey, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and yep. Savior. And when we moved from Facebook where we would give invitations and had no idea 
right. if anyone responded to now being in a, on a platform where people are saying, hey, I made that decision. Right. That for me as a pastor is a huge win. It, right. If that was the only reason why we moved to the church online platform, for me, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, and those moments, again, they're so easy because all you have to do is click a button where on a different website we yeah. may say, hey, if you're making a decision for Jesus, click here, fill out this thing. Man, I mean, we've we've just blazed the trail and made it that much easier yeah. for people to make that decision. And so anytime you can simplify a next step, yeah, you'll see the 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 number of people increase that actually take it. Yeah. So well, Matt, thank you so much, man, for being on the Move Church Forward podcast today. Um, in the event that somebody wants to take their next step and maybe consider doing the church online platform for themselves, how do they do that? Yeah, so there's uh, a ton of really great content actually on YouTube. You can go okay. to, you can just type in Life Church, uh, church online platform, and you'll find a bunch of information on there. They're short seven to eight minute videos. Uh, if you have an incredible production team, there's more details in that as well. Um, or anybody that's watching that maybe has some question, um, I'll give you my email address. It's mshirock uh, at propel.church. You can email me, and I'd love to, to help you out it, however we can. That's awesome, man. Well, thanks again for being on the podcast today. And remember, if you enjoyed the content from today's message, be sure to hit that subscribe button, share this podcast, and do us a favor. Let us know if there are any topics that you'd love to hear uh, about. The Move Church Forward podcast is designed to help you overcome obstacles and continue to move church forward. So grateful that you tuned in today, and we'll talk to you soon.